The following is a production of LNK-TV Health in partnership with the Women's Foundation of Lincoln and Lancaster County. Hello, and welcome to Women's Health. My name is Kathy Ermacher, and I am the current chair of the Commission on Women and Gender. I am also the president of the Women's Foundation, and we want to thank the Women's Foundation for funding our program today. Today, our concept is women who are living with HIV. And so I'm going to have, first of all, a quick introduction of our guests, and we thank you so much for being with us. First, Lacey Bolte, who is the Lincoln Manager of the Nebraska AIDS Project. And we also want to welcome Portia Reynolds-Walker, who is here to share her story. We so appreciate both of you being here. As you know, the women's health programs are about letting the public know about health issues that women are facing. And I think it's really important for us to first start out talking about the Nebraska AIDS Project. So Lacey, will you give us a little background to the Nebraska AIDS Project? Yeah, thank you, Kathy. Good morning. Thanks so much for having us on. Um, Nebraska AIDS Project is a nonprofit organization that serves the entire state of Nebraska. We have five states that serve all 93 counties, um, but I work in our Lincoln office. Um, it's a nonprofit organization that was founded in 1984. So in the heat of the AIDS epidemic, this organization was formed to be a compassionate response to that crisis. Um, Nebraska AIDS Project has a threefold mission. Um, number one, we want to serve people living with HIV. So we have expert case managers who provide supportive services to folks living with HIV. So that might be something as complicated as navigating health insurance. It might be something as simple as helping coordinate transportation to go see their doctors. We also have the prevention and education wing of our nonprofit. Um, where we go into the community and provide educational um, resources to classrooms, to professionals, whoever will have us talk. Um, so we'll provide HIV 101, um, talk about STIs and other sexual health education, as well as providing uh, prevention resources. So we will actually provide free HIV testing uh, to folks in the community. Um, you can come visit our Lincoln office and get a free HIV test. It's a finger poke blood sample. It takes about 60 seconds and you'll have your test results and it's absolutely free. If you live outside of Lincoln, we also have other offices like Kearney and our Omaha office that provide testing, uh, as well as we have a testing to go option where we can actually mail you a free HIV test right to your door and you can administer that at home so you can know your status. The last wing of our organization is our advocacy wing. So. HIV history is really strong and has a really strong advocate um, history and blood, blood um, in the depths of how it was formed. And so it's so important for us to continue to be advocates. Um, so some things that are important to us is having comprehensive sexual health education in our schools, having uh, affordable housing for the folks that we serve, and access to affordable health care. So those are the things that we do at Nebraska AIDS Project every day. Um, yeah, I'd like, love to talk more about um, HIV care and what that looks like. Okay, and let's talk about the difference between HIV and AIDS. I think that maybe, maybe in the past people were a little bit more aware of that, and maybe now we need to redefine that a little bit. So can you yes. tell us what's the difference between saying HIV and saying AIDS? Yes, thank you. That's such an important question. HIV is a virus, just like influenza, just like COVID-19. Um, that means it's not curable. And what it does is it attacks the immune system. 
And essentially what AIDS is, it's a term to, to, that's used by a doctor to really describe the health status that somebody might have due to an HIV uh, diagnosis. So folks, the, all the folks that we serve are living with HIV. Um, that's that sexually transmitted, or sometimes it's transmitted through blood, blood to blood contact, or even through childbirth. Um, AIDS is rather a diagnosis later, perhaps in the stage of that um, transmission, um, where someone is a bit more sick. It's kind of a term that we don't use that often because not all the folks that we serve have AIDS um, or ever will have AIDS. Um, so awesome medical advances that we have these days um, make it so that folks maybe never have to have an AIDS diagnosis and can live a normal life expectancy. Um, so it's, it is a term that can be kind of harmful for people because not everybody experiences an AIDS diagnosis. Right. Okay. Well, that's really good to know. And um, where are we statistically in Nebraska and, and around um, in, you know, in the area, how many people are living with HIV? Yeah. So in the United States, about 1.2 million people uh, are estimated to be living with HIV right now. Um, in Nebraska, we estimate that's actually between two and 3,000 people. So um, it's it doesn't affect uh, Nebraska quite as much as maybe some of our coastal cities or the southern United States, um, but it's still very apparent in our communities. Um, we're lucky that um, transmission rates are going down. So at the the annual um, amount of new diagnoses for HIV in the United States is about 35,000 people each year. Um, we used to be at 50,000 every year. So we're really making great progress at preventing HIV. And in Nebraska, we see less than 100 new diagnoses each year. So people are doing what they need to do. They're, they're getting tested. They're knowing their status. They're using prevention methods such as condoms or PrEP, which is a medication that can actually prevent HIV. It's like birth control pills, but it's preventing HIV, and it's called PrEP. Okay. Portia, would you be willing to share some of your experiences and tell us a little bit about your story? I guess. Again, my name is Portia. I'm originally from Las Vegas, recently moved to Lincoln, and I've been living with HIV for 24 years. And what I want to let the community know, you don't have to be loose, uh, that form of work. I was infected by my husband. I was married. And it was discovered in the fourth month of my pregnancy of our last child. Thankfully, he's negative. Um but uh, it's very important for women to constantly get checked health-wise. Uh, I follow my doctor's orders to the letter. I take my medication um, regularly. Uh, generally, normally, if you off your medication for two weeks, you start to see symptoms. And when I say symptoms, it's, you know, little spots on your skin, maybe a little rash, something, some, some bone aches, things like that. Uh, we people with HIV, we live with brittle bone. We get arthritis early. Uh, women, very, you need to have uh, gynecological services uh, twice a year instead of one. Um, my biggest issue is downstairs. Uh, rashes, lesions, that type of thing. Uh, as we were talking about preparing for this show, I just recently had surgery. Actually, I had surgery back to back. Last year, um, because I'm infected with HPV as well, that's what genital warts, again, a gift from my husband. Now, I had warts so much on my labia and vulva, they had to be removed. 
uh, go in with a suture and then laser treatment uh, was the next month. Uh, breakouts will occur, uh, stress levels high. Uh, it's in the herpes family, so it's no cure for it either. Uh, prolonged medication can affect women's liver and kidneys. So you need to uh, check in with your doctor with those services as well. Um, again, I, I've had a tumultuous 24 years. I've been hospitalized multiple times. I started with, when I was pregnant, AZT was the only medication that could be given to pregnant women. But right after that birth, 15 pills. And 15 pills was a lot to start taking and expensive. Then there's the mental aspect. You know, you're, you're sick and this is your life. Your, your life forever changes. You're, you're, I was a very outgoing person. Um, I had no energy. Fatigue set in. I just no energy for anything. Um, so I think, and then you're, you're trying, for women, you're still trying to work. You have kids. You, I stayed with my husband. So you still have your family. And I think women don't take enough time for themselves. They're taking care of the household, taking care of the husband, but they're not taking care of themselves. And women, you must take some time out for self. If no more than a mental break, give yourself a 20-minute time out, just a mental break. And check on your sister, fellow sisters. You know, you don't know what someone's going through. I, I put on a fake face for years, smiling behind tears. And I think women who are emotional creatures. So there's an emotional aspect to living with this disease too. So um, I've had some minor issues with skin, some medication. I got rashes. I didn't like things on my face. So if I got any kind of rash in my face, that's a no-go for me. Uh, side effects, uh, ex vomiting, explosive diarrhea. These medications are harsh. You know, I, I won't take things like that. And then you're talking about the expense. You have some women who, some people in general, they don't have insurance. And these medications are expensive. And you're taking, like I said, 15 pills, 12 pills. I'm down to one now. I'm taking Jaluca. It's a one time, a one once a day. That Jaluca is $1,000 per 30-day supply. So, you know, you wrap that with medical costs. You got to go see your doctor. I like to see my doctor every three months. I'm a habitual with my numbers. Uh, people who are living with this disease, we go by numbers. I'm undetectable as far as my actual disease, and we go by a CD4 count. And so see if my CD4 count, they like that to be a by 500. If you're lower than 200, you've got to have some kind of med medication adjustment. So and it's very Portia, important for you. What kind of a doctor do you go to see? Now, he is an infectious disease specialist. Okay. So he's not just specifically HIV. He's treating all STDs. So infectious disease specialist. Okay. Now, and do you get, is there any way to get assistance with the cost of the medications for well, people who don't uh, have insurance? Just like uh, Nebraska AIDS Project. Okay. Um, I'm not sure about Nebraska. I just got here. haven't done the research. But in Nevada, the health department uh, gave us assistance. Uh, when we did, when we were between jobs and our insurance was lapsing, uh, they gave us our medication. They're a separate trailer and very, very, very private. It just said C, and, you know, just, just a letter. And we knew that was the building for us. And you go in, you put in your financial, the, your, you have to give them your finances and see what you're working with. And then they tell you how they can assist you. And so, so is that 
Oh, sorry. To I'm sorry. And that, and that was the actual health department, the health district. Right, right. So I don't now know if that health department does something like that. Is that true for us, Leistine? Yeah, so um, at Nebraska AIDS Project, we help folks apply for those grants. It's called the Nebraska Ryan White Program. And it's super similar to what Portia's describing at the health department, except um, in Nebraska, actually, Nebraska AIDS Project helps do that. And we work closely with the Department of Health and Human Services to administer that. So folks can access medications. Um, it's income eligible, income based program, but we're happy to help folks try and get paid for those medications because Portia's right. It can be from 1000 to even I've seen $3,000 for a 30 day supply of medications. So and when, and when you're thinking of 30, I'm sorry, when no, you're, you're thinking ahead. of 30 day supplies, we're talking about every single month, 12 months a year, you're putting out this expense, whether you're paying the co-pays and then you got to think about the assistance. Like I have high blood pressure, high cholesterol. Um, I have a seizure disorder. I've got a seizure medication you know, you're paying two, three dollars or or if you're getting name brand could be twelve, fifteen dollars. And you're doing this every month. And so people need to I want women to realize there's resources out there. You you might have to just Google it or search it, you know, and 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 word of mouth is why I, I really like programs like this. We're getting it out there. You can start with the health department, which is what I did when I got here. I started with the health department and they referred me to the Nebraska Age Project. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. And we're really fortunate to have those kinds of resources. And uh, it's important, as you said, Portia, for everyone to know that they're out there so that we can get people. Um, and I'm so, so glad that you were able to get resources right away yes. when coming to Nebraska, because sometimes I think when people relocate, they might not realize that they are, have those, those resources. So, and you are a fantastic advocate for yourself, but I know yes. you are obviously a good advocate for others. Mm -hmm. Have you um, had any support like groups or anything like that, that you've been able to get? Well, in touch I did have a mental aspect, which is something else I'd like to really there. I, had a mental break. I could not believe my husband had did this to me. Uh, I couldn't believe that this is something I'm going to have to deal with the rest of my life. I thought it was a death sentence, you know, back in the, you know, I was, I was diagnosed in 97, but you know, in the early ages, you know, you get HIV, you get AIDS, you die. That's, that's, I had no knowledge. I was just as ignorant as anyone else. And so I think the education is very, very important. My biggest for me, I'm not a big reader. But I've had to uh, force myself to educate, educate it. If I'm going to put myself out there and be an advocate, I want to know what I'm talking about. So I had a mental break. So I was forced into treatment. Um, I was hospitalized several times. I became suicidal. You know, I'm like, I watched programs like Philadelphia and the movie Gia. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to die like that. So, uh, you know, I thought of tugging my own life. But now I'm so full of life because I know this is not a death sentence. You know, right. scientists are still working. I'm still praying and hoping for a cure, but medication has gone a long way. You know, you went from 15, 20 pills to down to one, you know, and there are some side effects to each medication. Uh, Triumic, there was a bicarbonate that affected my heart. It was the best medication I had taken in years. My numbers shot up through the roof, but it gave me heart palpitations. So, you know, you have to, uh, I had prolonged use, you know, 24 years, I had a perforated liver and my uh, kidneys were inflamed. 
you know, you really have to drink. When they say drink water, drink when you're not thirsty. Just put a bottle next to you. And bottled water is best for us. Uh, tap water, although my mother loves tap water, she swears by it. But people are throwing everything in the toilet, everything in the ocean. So, you know, that, that water's, you know, re cleaned and, and served to us as bottled as water. And so you want to make sure you're drinking some type of bottled water. Uh, you can boil your water, something, you know, so that you're not getting all those uh, sticky, you know, icky things in your system. Right, um, right. So you want to stay hydrated. Uh, exercise. Now, that's a negative for me. I got to get myself going with exercise. Uh, generally, doctors care when you're losing weight. My doctors are amazed at how much weight I have gained. I have gained a significant amount of weight. I haven't lost a pound. <laughs> so, well, you know, and we, well, we really appreciate your sharing that with us because there are lots of aspects of this that I think people hadn't really considered. And so all of the different things you're talking about are so important because your experience is probably very similar to other people's. Yes. And so we really appreciate those. Uh, if, not to if I can just, ladies, just talk to, say, if you're, if you're not comfortable talking to your mom or you make, think your best friend made you judgmental, just go seek a, a healthcare professional. Take it from me. Sit down with a stranger and just bear your soul. It is yeah. so uplifting. Don't sit there and waddle in it. Crying doesn't help. Uh, you just make yourself sick. As my grandmother said, nobody's coming to your pity party, but you, you know, get, just realize it, accept it, suck it up and do something about it. Yeah, that's fantastic. So Lacey, are there um, support groups in the area that um, people go to, to find um, friends and get a chance to talk like Portia said? Absolutely. Nebraska AIDS Project has, in Lincoln specifically, we have two support groups. So we have a uh, group called Positive Living, which is a peer-led support group where folks um, empower each other, get to know each other, just like you're, you're saying, have a chance to socialize and get to know each other. We also have a women-specific support group that we have at Nebraska AIDS Project in our Lincoln office. It's just starting, so it's pretty small and new to us, but um, we, we realize that women specifically have some social stigma, social pressures when thinking about their HIV diagnosis. And so we want to build a support system for their women specifically. So that's why we've started that. And if anyone's interested in that, they can visit our website. Um, it's www.nap.org, N-A-P.org, uh, to get more resources. Um, but Nebraska AIDS Project in general, we have our case management program and and we really, our case managers try to build on the social supports that folks have in their lives. So um, maybe that's having um, a parent or a partner or a friend come to their next case management appointment with them. So that way we can provide resources to the friend because um, we know that that can be kind of worrisome for family members who are trying to support their loved one with maybe a new HIV diagnosis. Um, we know we often tell people that um Casual contact is not going to transmit HIV. People are kind of worried about supporting their loved ones. So you can definitely hug and kiss and love your loved ones. Um, the things that are going to transmit HIV are things like penetrative sex and childbirth and exchanging blood to blood contact. So we want folks to love their, their loved ones who are going through this diagnosis. And if we can provide that education, we'd love to be a resource. 
Yeah, that sounds fantastic. Well, we're going to be putting at the end of the program, we're going to be putting out some resources and we're going to put those on the screen so that people can do that and absolutely um, come to get some information from the Nebraska AIDS Project. You touched just briefly on family. Let's talk just for a few minutes about family and Portia, how's that affected your family? Well, I'll tell you, in the beginning, I was so embarrassed. I didn't tell my parents or anyone for 10 years. This was a secret me and my husband kept from everyone. I was, every time I got sick, I would lie, just lie, just come up with lies, you know. And it just got to a point, it was just too emotional and mental for me. I couldn't lie. My mother's nosy. She'd be looking at my medication bottles, trying to figure out what it was. And I just told my husband, "Why I can't lie to my mom anymore? You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna." It, it was a hard conversation. I brought her over. It's, and it's hard to disclose it. I brought her to the house, and I just pulled out my pill box, and you know, kind of laid it out there to her. And she burst into tears, and I became emotional. And you know, and then you have to kind of relive the things that you've gone through, and. She was upset that I hid it from her. You know, a mother, you should be able to go to your mother with anything. But I was just so embarrassed. You know, and then embarrassed that I stayed with the person who infected me. But we already had three boys and I'm giving birth to this last one. Where was I going? And that's a big thing women face. The whole uh-huh. family aspect. And not just in, in, in with living with this disease, a domestic violence situation. You know, what do you, what do, you do when you have a huge family like I have? And how you know. about your sons? Are they oh, aware? Now, I didn't tell them until they were older. They were asking questions to um, my boys are mama boys. They're men, men, but they're mama boys. So they were very curious why mom was sick. Why didn't mom go to work today? How come mom can't take me to school? You know, those type of things. You know, where is mom? Because I'd go to the hospital for a couple of days. Where is mom? You know, so lying became almost second nature to me and my husband. And so as they got older, and uh, more in the HPV realm, when they start talking about vaccines and medications and sex ed in schools, that's when I decided to, to tell them. Now, the baby boy, he, he's still upset to this day. He's 23 now. We kept him sheltered. Now, that was my husband's idea. We didn't tell him anything. He didn't know his father even had HIV and into AIDS until he was on his deathbed. And he was not happy about that. But the big boys, we did. I, I coded twice. And so my 17-year-old, his, I had his best friends tell him and one of the church ladies because I wasn't sure if I was going to be walking out of the hospital at the time. So very emotional. Yeah. And, you know, and we, it, do, we do want to think about the families as well because obviously that's a really integral part of your life and living with AIDS or with living with HIV is um, also, you know, raising your family and, and yeah. helping them. Absolutely. Yeah, because I, I mean, I say it, it today. I mean, back in the day, yeah, you have a stay-at-home mom, but it took two incomes with for me and my husband. Those boys were eating us out of house at home, so I was <laughs> sick, still trying to work. I had to get the baby to daycare, get the big boys from school. You know, you got to fix breakfast and got to worry about dinner. I mean, your day starts early and it, it ends late, and your energy level. This disease saps your energy. Vitamins, ladies, vitamins get. Get a woman's vitamin, if nothing else, iron pill. Be careful with those iron pills. It causes constipation. So talk with your doctor. But um, And also another thing I just learned from my doctor, 
some of these vitamins interact with your HIV medication. Oh. You have to take them, yeah, you take them hours apart. My doctor suggests at least four hours apart. Uh, see, I was taking everything all together, but you have to four hours apart. But a good woman's vitamin, we should be taking a woman's vitamin anyway, especially vitamin D, get out, get some fresh, get some sunlight. But a vitamin D pill and a good woman's vitamin is something that I would really uh, suggest. To That's get, fantastic. Get that level, get your good fantastic information. And you've done such a great job of helping us to understand your situation, but also giving us lots of things to think about for those of our listeners to, you know, think about a lot of different aspects of this. Um, I do want to also say that we are so appreciative of all the resources that are in the community. And we are really fortunate to have the Nebraska AIDS Project. And Lacey, we are really grateful to know about this particular organization and the things that they're, you're doing to reach out to others which I want our audience to know that all of these resources are available and we certainly would want you to, to take, uh, you know, take the advantage of them. And from my, what I'm hearing you say, Lacey, those resources are free. They don't have to pay to come to the Nebraska AIDS Project. Absolutely. Any folks living with HIV absolutely do not have to pay. It's a free service that we really want to help folks uh, navigate their medical care and be a resource to them. However, however we can be. Um, and additionally, the preventative services that we offer. So HIV testing is absolutely free. Um, schedule an appointment online with us and, and we'll get you tested so you can know your status. We also offer free STI testing. So that's testing for chlamydia and gonorrhea. And so we absolutely provide that for free in our offices as well. You can schedule an appointment and, and know your, your sexual health status and, and uh, feel confident in that. Right. And you're, you're talking about sexual education and, and those kinds of things are really also really important for all of us to know and, and particularly our young people. Well, again, Portia, thank you so much for joining us. And Lacey, it's just been a really a very, a very important issue for us to talk about. And we really appreciate everything that you've done to um, give us information. We're, we're running out of time, which we wish we had more time. But I know so much more to share. So I much know, more to there share. There is always so much more to share. But we are running out of time. But we do want to thank you again. And we also want to thank the Women's Foundation for funding this program and for LNK Health and LNK TV for hosting us today. So, again, thank you very much. The Nebraska AIDS Project in Lincoln is located at 127 South 37th Street, Suite A. To get tested for HIV or other STIs, book an appointment online at www.nap.org or call 402-476-7000. For case management services, you may also call 402-476-7000. HIV and STD testing is also available through the Lincoln-Lancaster County Health Department located at 3130 O Street, first floor in Lincoln, Nebraska. For hours, questions, or to make an appointment, call 402-441-8065. Walk-ins are also welcome. Learn more about HIV at hiv.gov or cdc.gov forward slash HIV or 
poz.com. Stay up on the work of the Women's Foundation of Lincoln and Lancaster County at lincolnwomen.org. If you have an idea for a women's health program or have questions for the group, email them at lincolnwomen at gmail.com. If there are other health or wellness topics you're interested in hearing more about, feel free to contact LNKTV Health at lnktvhealth at lincoln.ne.gov. You can also visit our YouTube site at youtube.com forward slash lnktvhealth. Thank you to KZUM for being an amazing community partner, and thank all of you for listening. Stay healthy and stay informed.